Hey there, fantasy owners. Welcome to LTC Fantasy. Not sure if you're chiming in, watching via YouTube or listening via podcast, but really appreciate you checking in no matter how you're streaming the episode. I do want to thank our new and current subscribers. Really do appreciate the support. And if you haven't subscribed yet, think about doing so because we put out three long episodes every week looking at different players to hopefully help strengthen your fantasy roster. And also on YouTube, we do have daily shorts looking at the next day's games at a couple, three, four players maybe to hopefully help get you that little bit of an edge just in case you're in a bit of a pinch. Uh, today's our week five strategy episode, so we'll be taking a look at this week's schedule, hopefully finding me of that advantage, and again, looking at players to hopefully help strengthen your fantasy roster. Uh, some things to note, it's a typical week, your light nights are Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. Monday, there's only three games, Wednesday, four games, Friday, four games, and Sunday, six games games. Uh, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday are heavier nights. They're all double-digit double games ranging anywhere from 10 to 13 games. Uh, also note, it's only a two-game week for a few teams here. Anaheim, Chicago, Colorado, Columbus, and Florida. So if you do have borderline players on those teams, those are the ones you're going to want to drop when you're picking up somebody this week. Uh, Four-game weeks for a number of teams, them being Arizona, Boston, Calgary, Edmonton, Minnesota, the Islanders, the Rangers, Philly, St. Louis, Vancouver, and Washington. So quite a few four-game teams this week. Um, we will cover the Monday and Wednesday light nights. Uh, Friday and Sunday will be covered in our weekend ads episode, so do check that out. And we'll also cover all teams with four games this week. Uh, we'll start with Calgary, Edmonton, the Islanders, and St. Louis. As they start out the week playing three games in the first four nights, a little bit of an advantage there. If you can pick somebody up there, you jump out to that early lead, uh, drop them after Thursday, and pick up somebody that plays two games in the final three nights so that in that spot you can hopefully get five games out of that one slot there. Uh, then we'll cover Minnesota and Washington. Uh, Minnesota plays three of the four light nights this week, and uh, Washington plays all four light nights this week, so a little bit of an advantage there. Uh, then we'll cover Boston. They're the only remaining team from Monday that hadn't been covered already. Then we'll cover the remaining Wednesday teams, and then after that we'll cover the remaining four-game teams that don't play either Monday or Wednesday. So basically, we'll get right into her now. A little bit of gibberish there. Uh, so Demon, that plays three and three games in the first four nights. All of these players are playing Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. Keep that in mind. Uh, first one's Michael Stone from Calgary. He plays in. He's owned in four percent of Yahoo leagues. Plays on the third pairing, second power play unit, and he has five points in eight games played so far this year. Is a plus six. 20 shots on goal and 10 blocks. He does get limited ice time, so with that, he's a little bit streaky on his point production in that. But with condensed schedule, might be worth streaming in a deeper league there. Uh, next one's Tyson Berry from Edmonton, owned in 62% of Yahoo leagues. Plays in that third pairing and top power play unit, and he's starting to turn it on a bit. He has four points his last four games played, with six shots on goal and five blocks. He really is an offensive defenseman, and he does play on that top 
uh, power play unit in Edmonton, which is pretty deadly, so might be able to get some points there out of it. Uh, next one is Ryan Pulak from the Islanders. He's owned in 33% of Yahoo leagues, playing the top pairing second power play unit, and he has four points in his last seven games, so a little over half point per game, plus seven, ten hits, and five blocks. He is starting to chip in some offensive production. The other categories are fairly decent. They're not going to wow you, not going to hurt you, but it should be a fairly safe streaming option, little less risk-reward kind of a play than some of the others. Uh, last one is Alexander Romanov from the Islanders. He's owned in 15% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on that second pairing. He has three points in his last four games, plus six, six shots on goal, eight hits, and eight blocks. Really, with him, any kind of offensive production is just a bonus. His true value is in the hits and blocks department. But if he's chipping in with those other categories, depending how your league is formatted, might find some value in with him with having the three games in the first four nights there. Uh, so now we'll move to some forwards that play three games in the first four nights. Again, remember, all these players play Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. Uh, first one's Andrew Mangiapane from Calgary, listed as left winger, right winger, owned in 56% of Yahoo leagues, plays on that top line, second power play unit, and he has four points in 10 games played there with 18 shots on goal. So he is a little, obviously a little risky with the lack of production so far. He has been snake bit, as has a lot of Calgary so far to start the season, a little less offense than what we expected out of him. But do remember, he was a 30-plus goal scorer last year, so if they can get it going, even though it is risky, there may be a little bit of reward there. Uh, next one's Kyler Yamamoto from Edmonton, listed as a right winger, owned in 4% of Yahoo leagues, plays on that second line there. He has two points in the last four games with six shots on goal and four hits. He is a gamble, obviously, Yamamoto. He hasn't... If he gets you a point, it's usually a multiple point game. He doesn't get you a whole bunch of production, but he's the only one that's really low ownership out of their top six, and we know Edmonton can score, so it is a gamble kind of a play, but depending how your deep your league is, might want to take a chance there. Uh, next one is Anders Lee from the Islanders, listed as a left winger, owned in 55% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on the second line, top power play unit, and he has 12 points in his last 10 games played there, with 31 shots on goal, 18 hits, and 7 blocks. He's really been contributing in all categories, and the offense is up from what it normally is, so that's even an added bonus. He is a pretty safe streaming option at this point. Uh, next one's Brock Nelson from the Islanders, listed as a center. 42% owned, plays on the second line, second power play unit, and he has four goals and two assists for six points in just his last, in a four-game point streak, should say, and 14 shots on goal. He's really been a machine offensively of late, starting to chip him in. He had 37 goals last year, I believe, and with three games and four nights, pretty decent option for you if he's available. Uh, next one's Matt Barzell from the Islanders, listed as a center, owned in 61% of Yahoo leagues. On the top line, top power play unit, he has 11 points in 11 games, uh, 30 shots on goal. 
He's been consistent all year. There's not really a lot of gaps where he doesn't get a point there. They have all been assists, zero goals this year, but he does get a lot of shots on goal. It's a matter of time till he buries one, but he isn't a more of an assist guy than a goal scorer guy, but still a pretty safe option for you if uh, Nelson isn't available. Nelson kind of more upside because gets more goals, but Barzell's kind of the more consistent one out of them. Uh, next one's Josh Bailey from the Islanders, listed as left wing, right wing, only owned in 1% of Yahoo leagues, playing on the top line, second power play unit, and he has four points in his last five games played there. He is up on that top line now. He's in a deep league. He may be worth taking a peek at if you can squeeze him in there. If you're more in a standard league, some of the other options will be a little bit safer bets for you. And uh, last one's Robert Thomas from St. Louis there. Listed as a center, owned in 65% of Yahoo leagues. He has seven points in nine games played with six blocks. He's decent offense for a streamer. We know what kind of streaks he could go on last year. He's really hot that second half. There wasn't much hotter than him. And might be worth a chance with having three games in the first four nights there. Uh, so now we'll go to the Light Night Demon. Remember, Minnesota plays three Light Nights, them being Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. And Washington plays all four, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday there. Uh, first one is Kalen Addison from Minnesota, owned in 25% of Yahoo Leaks, playing on that second pairing top power play unit. He's been pointless the last four games, but he had... Six points the previous seven games and ten blocks overall, so contributing a few blocks. He is a young offensive defenseman. He's going to be streaky. That kind of happens with being a younger guy there. But on an off night, he's definitely worth a gamble if you have room there. Uh, next one's Dmitry Orlov from Washington there. Owned in 48% of Yahoo Leagues. Played on the top pairing second power play unit. He has five points in 12 games played, so a little under half point per game. But 25 shots on goal, 30 hits, 16 blocks. Those secondary cats is really where the value is there. You would like more offense, but remember Carlson's on the IR now, so that might open up a little bit more opportunity for him. Uh, next one's Nick Jensen. He's owned in 23% of Yahoo Leagues. Plays on that second pairing. He has 7 points in his last 10 games there with 16 hits and 21 blocks. Really not sure where this recent offensive production came in from. He only had 21, 23 points, something like that last year. But it really is an added bonus that offensive production there. His value is in the hits and blocks department there. So if you can fit him in and he keeps chipping in at this kind of rate, you'll definitely find some value there, especially on off night. And the last one's Eric Gustafson. 0% ownership, available everywhere. On that third pairing top power play unit, he only has three points on the year, but is on the first power play now. Got back into the lineup with Carlson going out. You really be risky, but in a deep, deep, deep league, he might be worth an option if you have somebody going down to injury and need to pick him up, etc. Other than that, I would leave him alone. He's a little bit too risky, but if there's a lot of players owned in your league, maybe can kind of squint and see a glimmer of hope there. 
Uh, so now some forwards that play on light nights. Remember, Minnesota plays on Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. And Washington plays all four, them being Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. And the first one's Joel Erickson Eck from Minnesota there. Owned in 55% of Yahoo Leagues, listed as a center. Plays second pairing top power play unit. He has six points in his last six games played there. With 20 shots on goal, eight hits, and three blocks. He is really has been a consistent contributor in almost all stat categories there. He's pretty safe bet on light nights if he is available in your league there. Uh, next one's Mason Shaw, listed as a center, owned in 0% of Yahoo leagues. Played on that second line in Minnesota and second power play unit. He has three points his last three games played with six shots on goal and eight hits. He really is streaky, but he is showing some offense. There's not a lot of runway there to really gauge it on, but in a really deep league, if there's an injury, similar to Gustafson on the back end, might be worth taking a chance on there. Uh, up front for Washington, look at Dylan Strom, listed as center right winger, owned in 25% of Yahoo leagues. Centering that second line and top power play unit, he has five points in the last six games played there with nine shots on goal. He really is a streaky player this year, but when he does produce, it's worthwhile. So it's kind of a high-risk, high-risk, high-reward kind of a play. He's either You're either really going to love him or you're going to really kind of be frustrated and hate him there. And the next one's Connor Sheary, listed as left winger, right winger, only owned in 8% of Yahoo leagues, on the top line and second power play unit. He has 7 points in 12 games played there, so not crazy offensive, but not horrible either. 19 shots on goal and 8 blocks. In a deep league, he might be worth taking a chance on, just because he is on that top line, one of... <laughs> goes with Kuznetsov and Ovechkin there, so there might be a chance at some piggyback points, but he's more of a deep league play than in your standard 10-team kind of 16-player type league. Uh, so now we'll move along to Boston's defensemen and forwards. They're the only team left that plays on Monday that we haven't already covered there. On the back end, look at Matt Grzelcik. He's owned in 14% of Yahoo leagues, plays on the second pairing, second power play unit, he has four points in seven games played so far this year, 16 shots on goal, 11 blocks. He is behind Lindholm there. Lindholm's kind of the alpha male right now with McAvoy out. But with McAvoy still out, he is getting some power play time in that. And the secondary cats, they're decent. And the offensive production being over a half point per game, depending who's available, might be worth it on a light night there. Uh, up front from Boston, Jake DeBrusque is the first one, listed as left winger, right winger, owned in 52% of Yahoo leagues, plays in the top line, top power play unit, and he currently has four points in the middle of a four-game point streak with 14 shots on goal, six hits, and three blocks. He really is a player that's really hot or really cold. He kind of goes in bunches where he produces, then he's nowhere to be seen for a while. So he is kind of high risk, high reward. He's in the middle of a point streak. If it continues till Monday, might be worth taking a chance on. If he gets a goose egg there, there's a chance that he probably gets a goose egg on Monday. So ride the wave, whatever way it's going there with him. Uh, next one is... Taylor Hall, listed as a left winger, owned in 62% of Yahoo leagues, 
On the second line, second power play unit, he has eight points in his last seven games there with 18 shots on goal and four blocks. Really, after the one game where he played just under 12 minutes, he's been on a real hot streak. That's seven games since then, eight points there. So he might be worth streaming, especially on a light night right now. Uh, next one from Boston's Pavel Zaka, listed as center left winger, only owned in 3% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on the second line, second power play unit. He has three points currently, three game point streak going. Uh, five shots on goal and three hits. Like Debreski, is really hot and cold. You're either going to love him or hate him. So he is kind of that high risk, high reward kind of a play for your league. So if you don't mind doing a gut check and seeing if you want to take the risk, might be worth a chance. If want to be a little safer bet, Hall's probably the safer bet out of him. And the last one from Boston's Charlie Coyle, listed as a center, only owned in 3% of Yahoo leagues, centering that third line, second power play unit, but he's scored in four straight games now. In those four games, he has 14 shots on goal and four blocks. He's been hot of late, as you can see, scoring in four straight. More of a deep league, I think there's probably better centers available out there, but being on a light night and in a deep league, he might be worth a gamble if he continues riding this hot streak here. Uh, so now we'll go to the remaining Wednesday teams and defensemen. Do remember out of these, Florida, it's only a two-game week for them. Uh, Anaheim, Carolina, Montreal, and Pittsburgh, they have three games this week, and Vancouver has four games this week. So we'll start off in Florida. Look at Josh Mahura. Only he's available everywhere. 0% owned. Playing on that second pairing. He does have two points his last four games played there. So half point per game. Does have seven shots on goal and five blocks. He is behind Montour and Forsling, who are obviously high ownership demon. But he is getting a little bit of an uptick in offense. He really is... Don't touch him in a standard league. It's way too risky. But in a deep league where there is injury, eh, even then I'm probably leaving him alone. But throwing him out there just in case you're in a, in a real pinch and kind of pushed in a corner there. Uh, next one from Anaheim is John Klingberg. He's owned in 65% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on the top pairing, top power play unit. He has three assists in the last two games. He started out so cold that his ownership just dropped. So he is in that 65% or lower now. So now we can kind of talk about him. But uh, with that, three assists the last two games might be starting to turn it around. Maybe an option for you on a light night there. Uh, next one in Anaheim's Kevin Shattenkirk. Owned in 7% of Yahoo leagues. Playing on third pairing, second power play unit. He has three points in his last three games played there, plus four and six shots on goal. With Drysdale out, more than likely the year, he is getting a little bit of power play time there, a little bit more ice, so obviously a little bit more opportunity might make a case for him to stream on a light night there. Uh, next one over in Carolina is Brady Shea. Uh, owned in 32% of Yahoo leagues. Can you believe they scored five goals tonight and not one point by a defenseman? Anyways, he's on the second pairing, and he has four points in his last five games played there, not counting Friday's game, 
plus three, ten shots on goal, eight hits, and eleven blocks. He doesn't get any power play time, but he is chipping in offensively and in those other categories. So overall this season, even without power play time, he's a fairly safe streaming option. Uh, last one's Oliver Ekman Larson in Vancouver there. Owned an 18% of Yahoo Leagues, and he's the only one in this little category on Wednesday that has four-game week there. He's on the third-pairing second power play unit, and he's put up five points in his last nine games there, so a little over a half point per game, 17 shots on goal. Really, he is more of a deep league play here, but still over a half point per game might be worth streaming on a light night there. Uh, so now we'll move along to the remaining Wednesday forwards. Do remember again, Florida, they only got a two-game week this week. Anaheim, Carolina, Montreal, and Pittsburgh have a three-game week. And Vancouver, it's a four-game week there. So start off in Florida, look at Carter Verhege, listed as a left winger, owned in 41% of Yahoo leagues, plays on the top line, second power play unit, and he has seven points in just his last five games there, with 12 shots on goal and three blocks. He really is starting to heat up, and he is on Barkov's wing there, so only being a two-game week might be worth streaming on the light night, but you're not going to get full value out of him with it only being a two-game week. But definitely, if you just want to stream him for one night like a Wednesday, might be an option for you there. Uh, next one's Anton Lundell from Florida, listed as a center, owned in 36% of Yahoo leagues, on the third line and top power play unit. And he's put up five points in his last six games there with 17 shots on goal. He has moved up to the top power play unit now and playing well. He's a young kid, had a pretty good year last year. If you're in a pinch for a center, might be an option for you on a late night. Again, Florida only has two games this week, but... If you're just streaming for the light night, definitely an option for you. Uh, going over to Anaheim, look at Frank Vitrano. Listed as left winger, right winger, owned in 8% of Yahoo leagues. On the top line and second power play unit, he has two points in his last three games, and he was pointless the previous three games. With him, he is streaky, but with it being a light night, it would be a gamble, of course, because he's very hot and cold, but maybe take a chance on him there. Uh, another one from Anaheim is Ryan Strom, listed as a center, owned in 13% of Yahoo leagues. On the second line, second power play unit, he had three points his first game, then he only had one point in his next seven, but now he's put up four points his last three. If he's going to score, he's going to score in bunches for you, but you have to kind of wage the risk-reward there if it is worth streaming there. If you want to take a gamble, it could really pay off, or you could lose at the roulette table, so to speak. Kind of take your chances with them. Uh, over in Carolina, look at Seth Jarvis, listed as left-winger, right-winger, owned in 42% of Yahoo leagues, plays on the top line, second power play unit, and he only has four points in 10 games played. Should mention he did get two assists tonight, so now that's six points in 11 games. 20 shots on goal. And with that, he does had a goal, two games a goal, two assists tonight. So, And he is playing on the top line. Might be signs of things to come. He does have offensive talent. But over all this year, he is kind of a risky play. He does seem to be turning it up a bit. So 
kind of gauge what's available out there for you and what kind of risk you want to do there. Uh, going over to Montreal, look at Kirby Dock, listed as center right winger, owned in 10% of Yahoo leagues, playing on that top line and top power play unit. He has four points in his last three games, is a plus three, six shots on goal, and two of those points are on the power play there. So he has been moved up to the top line, and with that, he has been producing. It's kind of dependent on if he is playing on the top line there. So if he is still up there, he will be worth streaming. If he's been bumped down in the pecking order, little more risky, of course. Uh, next one in Montreal, Sean Monahan, Listed as a center, only owned in 6% of Yahoo leagues. Playing on the third line, top power play unit. He has one point the last four games played, and then he had four points the previous four games before that. So he is streaky, and he is up and down the lineup there. So he would be more of a deep league, kind of high-risk, high-reward kind of a play there. Because if he does get points, it's going to be well. If not, standard league, I'm leaving him alone. Just... History dictates itself there, and he's been pretty cold over the last little while. But in a deep league, if you're in need for a center there, he might be an option for you. Going over to Pittsburgh, look at Jason Zucker, listed as a left winger, owned in 12% of Yahoo leagues, plays on the second line, second power play unit, and he's put up eight points his last nine games there with 21 shots on goal and 25 hits. When he missed a few games due to injury, but he's been on Malkin's line pretty much all year, and he's been playing well on it. He seems to really find some chemistry. As long as he's in the lineup, he's been a fairly safe streaming option this year. Uh, next one from Pittsburgh's Ricard Raquel, listed as left winger, right winger, owned in 59% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on the second line right now, second power play unit. He has 6 points in 11 games played there with 43 shots on goal and 8 blocks. He does have decent secondary stats. He has alternated games where he either gets a point, then he gets 0. Gets a point, then he gets 0. So if he got 0 the game before he plays... We're streaming. If he got a point, you might want to leave him alone just the way he's kind of alternating, getting a point, not getting a point there. Zucker, even though a lot lower ownership, has been a safer option for you. Uh, next one is Connor Garland over in Vancouver there, listed as left winger, right winger, owned in 8% of Yahoo leagues, playing on the top line, second power play unit. He's put up four points his last four games there. He was a decent streamer last year, had a fairly solid season overall there. Started out really slow this year, seems to be turning it on, so might be worth a chance for you there on a light night. Uh, next one in Vancouver's Ilya Mikheyev, listed as left winger, right winger, only owned in 5% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on the second line, second power play unit, and he's put up five points in his last four games there. Plus five, nine shots on goal and three blocks. He is in the top six now and seems to be starting to get a comfort level in Vancouver there. Might be some better options for you, but with recent success in the last four games there, might be a streaming option for you. 
And the last one's Andre Kuzmenko, listed as a left winger, owned an 18% of Yahoo leagues on that second line top power play unit. And he's put up eight points in his last four games there, plus four, three of those points being on the power play, 11 shots on goal and three blocks. He really is hot right now. He probably be the best option out of Vancouver that's low ownership there he obviously has talent took him a little while to get his feet wet in North America here but he seems to be really finding some chemistry with Pedersen and might even help you out more than just a light night with the little Terry's on right now so now we'll go to the remaining teams that play that have four game weeks that don't play Monday or Wednesday uh, we'll start off with some Demon. It's really, it obviously, it's a thin market on the back end with the remaining Demon there. The only one that I could really squint to kind of suggest is Yuso Velimaki from Arizona. Available everywhere, 0% owned. All of these teams kind of, all their good defensemen are high ownership. But he's playing on the top pairing second power play unit. He's put up three points the last six games, so that's why you can kind of squint the giving a little bit of offensive production as of late. Realistically, you're probably trying to find somebody else elsewhere that might provide some other value for you in the hits or blocks department there, or just leave your demon alone. Uh, obviously, be some better options for you, but throwing his name out there just in case you are in a bind there. Uh, some forwards that have four games this week that don't play Monday or Wednesday. A little bit bigger market to suggest here, as you'll see here. Uh, first one's Dylan Gunther from Arizona. Listed as a right winger, owned in 2% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on that top line, second power play unit. He's put up five points in his last six games there. And four of those five points are on the power play. He is a young kid with good production of late. Not a lot of runway here to really tell you how it's going to pan out season-wise, but if you like riding a hot streak, might be an option for you. Uh, next one is Lawson Krause from Arizona, listed as left-winger, right-winger, owned in 7% of Yahoo leagues, played on the third line, second power play unit, and he has goals in four of his last five games there. 11 shots on goal in those five games, 16 hits and three blocks. He really is contributing in most uh, categories right now, so he'd be obviously a safer option, a little more runway than Gunther there. So he might be worth streaming. Uh, last one from Arizona is Matias Maselli, listed as a left winger, 0% owned, so available everywhere. On the third line, second power play unit, but he's been hot of late. Put up six points the last six games there, four of them being on the power play. Obviously, their second power play unit's been pretty hot of late. He's, again, nice production of late. Doesn't offer much in the way of any secondary categories, kind of low shot totals, lot low hits, low blocks, etc. But if pure offense, even then, it better be in a deep league just with that low of ownership playing in the desert kind of more risky than rewardy right now anyways. Uh, so now we'll move over to the Rangers. Look at Capo Caco. Listed as a right winger, owned in 7% of Yahoo leagues, plays on the top line, second power play unit. And he's put up three points his last four games there, eight shots on goal and four hits. He really is streaky this year, kind of, well, even less than streaky, kind of, 
kind of not good this year, but he has been putting some points up of late there. And he does play on that top line, and New York overall does score quite a bit. Might be worth streaming there. Uh, next one is Kevin Hayes over in Philly, listed as a center, owned in 25% of Yahoo Leagues. On the top line, top power play unit. He's been pointless the last three games, but he did put up 10 points the previous seven games there. Obviously, his offense cooled off a little bit this last week here, but should be an okay streamer if you're in a pinch. Uh, next one from Philly's Travis Konechny, listed as a right winger, owned in 58% of Yahoo Leagues. On the top line, top power play unit. He's put up 11 points in 10 games so far. Five of those being on the power play, 33 shots on goal, shoots a fair bit, 12 hits and non-blocks. Overall, it's really good numbers across the board in most categories there. is is kind of spurty in the sense where he gets you a couple points, goose a couple of points kind of a thing there. But he's either really been really good or bad, so kind of a risk-reward there. If if you're streaming them for the week with having a four-game week, you're going to get a couple of games that should be decent, a couple that are going to hurt you, so kind of weigh the risk-reward there. Uh, next one from Philly's Joel Farabee, listed as center left winger, owned in 5% of Yahoo Leagues, plays on the top line, second power play unit. He has six points his last six games played there. In those six games, though, Three of them were goose egg games, so he's either gonna you're either gonna love him or hate him. Kinda like Philly of late there. Kinda gets you a couple of points or gets you a goose egg there. Last one's Owen Tippett from Philly there, listed as a right winger, owned in two percent of Yahoo Leagues. On the second line, second power play unit. He has three points his last four games there, ten shots on goal, six hits and four blocks. After coming back from injury, he's been pretty good in most categories. Other Philly forwards like Hayes and Konechny, etc. have a higher ceiling, but of late, Tippett's been the steadiest one of them, a little more the safer pick. Really do hope you did enjoy today's episode. If you're watching it via YouTube, do remember to hit like, hit subscribe, remember that notification bell. If you're listening via podcast, hit follow, hit that heart, hit subscribe, etc., depending what platform you're uh, streaming it on. That way you guys don't miss out on any other of our longer episodes as we really try to help strengthen your fantasy roster. Good luck in week five there, guys, and we'll talk to you soon.